Welcome to the Balance Bod Pod, where we talk about all things balancing life and health so you can have your cake and eat it too. Or your donuts or your pizza or whatever your thing is. But seriously, health is the greatest gift that we have and it does not have to come at the cost of enjoying the fun parts of life. So through the podcast, we're going to explore and experience for ourselves what balance truly looks like in our own lives. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Balanced Pod Pod. I'm Corinne Graustra, a holistic health coach, podcaster, and blogger, helping you find your balance one step at a time. And in today's episode, I actually want to talk about something that we haven't really talked about yet, and that is listening. We recently had Ted Cunningham come and do a sermon at my church, and it was life-changing, like just so, so deep and interesting. And he presented a lot of things in ways that I don't think about them. And I'm assuming many of us don't think about them as well. So the entire sermon uh, was called Lean In and Listen Up. And I just thought it was really interesting. The moral of the story not only was to, of course, lean in and listen to what God's saying, but even to the people around you. Because I think that that is something that we oftentimes don't always do, or we don't get deep enough. And so what he has done is he actually took all of the level he he took listening and the way that we connect with others and he divided it into six levels if you will so he talked about you know he, he drew a line where you know intimacy and just deepness within relationships and and closeness within between people is happens really below the line and anything above the line is really just detracting from the relationship so i'm going to give all six of these and i will do a blog post on this as well so you can check that out but Gosh, I just love this. So basically, I'll give you the small, I'll give you the levels first. So first thing there, like I said, there are six. The first three are above the line. The second three are below the line. So anything that's above the line is a detractor from the relationship. It is things like small talk, facts, and opinions. And levels four, five, and six add to to the relationship. So things like feelings, desires, and needs, and beliefs. And I would like to dig into these a little bit. He is also, I believe, a counselor, which makes sense. My psychology brain is on, is on fire looking at this stuff. I just love it. And so I think that first of all, what I found most surprising or enlightening, it's probably a better word for this, is the fact that I've never actually seen it delineated in this way. I've never, like relationships are complicated. (laughs) They have layers, of course, but they're complicated. And I feel like I always find that I want to connect more with people. I don't like small talk. Small talk to me, I don't know, it's very draining. I'm just not a fan. Also, I'm super awkward. So if you meet me in real life and you're like, why is she so weird? That's probably why. I literally, (laughs) I was in the car with my friend my best friend. And she, her parents had said like, they were like, thank you so much for being such a great friend. And I was like, thank you for being such a great friend. Why am I so awkward? (laughs) Obviously, this is kind of how my life works. And that is not a way to connect to the people. Also, it's a way to get some funny looks and be like, okay, good talking. We'll see you. See you never. But um, moral of the story is that it can be, (laughs) honestly, I'm just laughing at myself. It can be hard to connect with people, especially to kind of cross that line between the 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 small stuff to the big stuff and to know where to start. So I feel like I for me I always want to get deeper. I want to know how you feel about things. I don't not just your opinion, but like your feelings. I want to know your feelings, your desires and your needs. I want to know your beliefs. Like those are the things that matter to me. I like facts. I don't like small talk. Um and I I kind of 
am moderate on opinions, I don't really care because they don't, I, in, in the best way, <laughs> that sounded really sassy, but I don't really care in the way of like, it's not going to necessarily change my feelings about you. I just want to know your beliefs about things. I don't really want to know your opinions. I want to know your beliefs about things. How do you feel? How do you interact with the world? Why do you do what you do in the best possible ways? And so for me, seeing these laid out, and I'm actually, I can, I'm looking at them now, where if you pull up the, the blog post of this episode, you will also be able to look at them. I just really, really appreciate being able to see them. So again, the levels, the, the small the small levels, the first three that de- actually take away from the relationship and keep you playing small is level one is small talk, level two is just giving facts, and level three is giving opinions. So the couple things that I think were really interesting, let's, let's just start with above the line for now. He talked about the risk of conflict in some of these. So level one is small talk. He said there is zero risk of conflict here. You shouldn't be worried about having something explode on you, <laughs> essentially. So, you know, when you, I mean, although I'm sure we've all had that experience where you've asked somebody how their day was and they just went off, for the most part, the small talk should that that is not there is zero risk of conflict there you're just conversing about the weather you are just talking a little bit about like how you're feeling or what's going on or just the tiny small talk that really you forget about these are the things that are totally cool to make with a stranger um with the people that we love we want to keep this not to a minimum necessarily but this should not be the majority of our conversations should not be small talk but what i love that he said is that if toxicity comes out in conversations above the line keep going deeper. Like if somebody explodes when you ask them how, the, how their day is or or if, you know, how they're feeling about the weather or whatever, if they turn into a, if it turns into a thing, keep digging. There's something to share. There's something to be unearthed there. And I just love that because typically I'd be like, sounds great. You are not somebody that I want to talk to and I will catch you later. And he really challenges us to, to go a little bit deeper, to keep digging and to get to know them a little bit better. So level one is small talk. Again, there is zero risk of conflict. These are totally, it's totally fine to have small talk with somebody on the, on the plane or on in line at the grocery store. I don't know. Depends on where you're at. (laughs) Sometimes people can talk your ear off and you open up a can of worms, but regardless, small talk is fine. That's level one. Level two is facts. He also says there are zero risks, risks of conflict with facts. And I think that's very interesting because oftentimes facts are presented also as opinions when really just the, the level two is basically just a fact, right? I did this today. I He, he gave this example of being able to move throughout uh, several levels at, in one conversation by kind of telling the example of his daughter's first birthday party. So his wife had come home with some bags and he just said, hey, honey, how's your day? Right. That's small talk. That is basic level. She said, I went to Target. I got some stuff for the kid's birthday party. Right. That is a fact. And then he asked, how much did you spend? And she said, $200, still a fact. <laughs> he said, now, you know, he's like, at this point, I'm, I'm starting to get into the opinions phase. Something's working up inside me that I'm not a, not, not a huge fan of. But at the baseline, like 200 like I spent $200 shopping at Target for my kid, for kid's first birthday party. That is still a fact that it, it happened. <laughs> it's a fact. He said, then he went into level three, which, which was an opinion on that is too much to spend on a child's first birthday party. And she said, I don't agree. Right. And what I love that he talks about in terms of opinions, and we'll kind of pick that story back up here in a second. But what I love when he talks about opinions is right for small talk and facts or zero risk of conflict with opinions. This is still above the line, but this is typically where people camp and they don't leave. And I love what he said about the news too. So he, he talked about opinions. We are inundated with opinions. You can find an opinion anywhere. 
and you can give you can give an opinion and essentially walk away with the advent of social media and the all sort you know the all sorts of different ways that we can connect. You can have an opinion, share that opinion, and then leave before any of the consequences or any of the questions or you have to defend yourself or anything comes up. You just get to like spew and drop it, <laughs> which is crazy. But the other thing that I love that he said is that we are also consistently looking for things that confirm our opinions or that reinforce our biases. So when we, he, he talked about the news, right? The news used to be a lot of facts. He said, I used to watch the news and I would be so bored because it was just facts. There was no opinions. There was no stories. It was, here's what happened. Here's the facts da, 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 for an hour. He's like, this is so boring. But if you look at the news today, every news channel that we have is biased in one way or another. Every media outlet or news source or anything that we have is presenting information to us in a way that is also encapsulating an opinion. So it's here's how we should feel about this. He essentially framed it as you wake up and before you even know how you feel about things, you're you're kind of you turn you turn on the TV to figure out what you should be mad about today. So it's like they help to shape your opinion and they also don't we're we're not regularly exposing ourselves to people with opposite opinions, with opposing opinions. People who we don't always agree with or think about, uh, we don't typically engage with those people or it turns into yelling, right? So that was, I just, we'll get to that. I have so much to say. (laughs) I just love this. So level one is small talk. Level two is facts. Level three is opinions. How many, think about how many people in your life, that is how you connect. You talk about how you feel about things, how day-to-day life is going. You share facts, you share things like that, but you don't actually get any deeper than just figuring out opinions on things, right? So let's go below the line. This stuff adds to the relationship. Level four is feelings, right? How you feel about things. Level five is your desires and needs. And level six is your beliefs about things. So level four on feelings, those are always valid. He gives the acronym of love, L-U-V, talk, which is listen, understand, and validate. You have to listen and like to actually listen. Active listening is not just thinking about how you're going to respond. It's also not thinking like doing something else while you're trying to listen. That's just hearing. You can hear without actually listening. So listening is giving your undivided attention to somebody while they're speaking and not just coming up with a rebuttal in your head, like actually genuinely being present and listening to them. So it's listen, understand, and to do that, you can do a couple different ways. And we do this all the time in coaching. I know psychology really teaches you to listen, reflect, and honestly, just like rephrase things to make sure that you heard them correctly. So in order to understand, you have to say, here's what I'm hearing, not necessarily always in that phrase, because that gets really old really fast. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying... tell me how you feel about that, right? Like those, I mean, those are, you know, the typical things that we see in in movies with the psychologist who's got you laying on the couch and they're asking, so tell me about your father. Tell me about your mother. How do you feel about that? It doesn't necessarily have to be that way, but just saying, okay, so let me make sure I'm understanding. You feel, you know, this, this, and this happened and these are your feelings on it. And they can say yes or no, but it, it, it offers a checkpoint to make sure that you're on the same page because how easy is it to just continue on with a misunderstanding? That is the worst feeling, knowing that somebody is not understanding you correctly and then you've wasted 10 minutes having a conversation about something that isn't actually the case. <laughs> so listen, reflect, understand, do you do what you can to understand and then validate their feelings. And I love this part because it just feels so gratifying, I think is probably the word to just have somebody say your feelings are valid. Like whatever you're feeling right or wrong, good or bad, like it doesn't matter. It's, it's valid. Your feelings are valid. And I hear you on that. 
And what he says, and I love this, and I think this is so true, never apologize for someone else's feelings. I'm sorry you feel that way. That to me is on the level of like, just relax when you're upset. Like, okay, that's not going to do anything. I'm going to go even crazier now. (laughs) So never apologize for somebody's feelings. Just say, I hear you. You are heard. I see you. You're understood. We're on the same page. Level five is desires and needs. And I love this piece too. Clearly, I love everything, but <laughs> desires and needs, this is actually where you get deeper and understand like, what, what are your needs? What, what do you desire? What are, what do you actually want in life? What do you feel like your needs are? How do you feel fulfilled? And he picked up the story at his daughter's birthday party on where they're kind of having the conversation of that feels like, I think that's too much money to spend on a birthday party. And she's like, dude, I got way more. <laughs> like, this is just the, this is just the party favors. I don't know what you want from me. There is more to come. And they started talking, you know, they got a little bit deeper into feelings. And she, he said, like, I feel worried about the finances. I feel concerned that we spent so much money on party favors and we have so much more left to give. And she said, I feel concerned or worried that people are going to leave here and feel like they were not taken care of. So they both had their own feelings on it. Then they moved into desires and needs. And this one I think is just so, so good. She has a really big desire for hospitality. So for her, that desire is what's driving everything that she's doing. She has the desire to make people feel like they are seen and heard and loved and cared for and really valued when they walk into her home. And she feels that that this is the way to do that is to host a host a birthday party, have everybody leave with with little, you know, gift bags or whatever. That is where this whole thing was coming from. And he had a different desire or need. I don't think he said this, but I would just assume that his need was probably to take care of the family financially and that this was then again again going against his desire or need and that's kind of why he flared up because now I'm, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm not gonna be able to do what I need to do or what my biggest desire is so then we get down to level six which is beliefs and I just thought this was so incredible and I see this in my marriage and I see this in my friendships and I see this everywhere and I think we would all do it would do us all well to look at this more with people is the beliefs. So he was mentioning how she came from a household that really celebrated birthdays. So to her, birthdays are a big deal. It's something to be celebrated. It's a really big deal. And she loves to do it. And it makes her feel fulfilled and have her hospitality, you know, bug kind of taken care of. And he grew up and birthdays were not a big deal at all. So he didn't care. He said, my dad, my dad, I think he said, would yell up the stairs like happy birthday and drop a $10, $20 bill on the on the table and call it good. Like that's what birthdays were like for him. And so that is what, like when we stop and look at it, you could have stopped at, at the opinion level, at above the line where I think that's too much money to spend on a kid's birthday party. And she's like, I don't think that's too much and I have more to spend. You could stop there. And that could be the source of bickering for eternity (laughs) literally forever because that's not going to get because that's not really the problem do you see what I'm saying the opinions aren't really the problem and also by telling somebody else or yelling at your opinion at somebody else never makes them change their opinion you have to get down to the core to their beliefs that is really what drives everything that we do he calls it messages written on the heart. So you you bring your beliefs into every relationship and they typically stem from your family of origin, how you grew up, where you grew up, what you did growing up, what everything was like for you as a kid. And not to get all psychological, like, oh my gosh, my kid, you know, 
my child brain dictates everything, but oftentimes it actually does. So <laughs> there's that. But really, I mean, a lot of us just carry on the traditions that we learned and the things that we learned when we were children. If birthdays weren't a big deal when we were kids or holidays weren't a big deal when we were kids or whatever, that is typically how we continue with things. So beliefs are the messages written on the heart. They are from your family of origin. You bring them into every relationship, not just intimate relationships or spousal relationships, chips, but things with your friends, with your family, everybody. And as you get deeper into your relationships, as you get closer to people, you are going to find beliefs are differing and that's okay. I love what he said. He said, healthy people are not threatened by the opinions of others. I just love that because they're not, because we're rooted in what we know to be true and we don't feel the need to consistently or constantly defend ourselves or what we believe. Um, Not because we can't or shouldn't, but we don't need to shout it at the rooftops. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to yell, get into a shouting match with somebody over the opinions that you have. He also mentioned something that is so crucial in the way that kind of the world is right now, where everybody's kind of afraid of listening to each other because we don't want to make it feel like we um, believe you. Like I want to, I want to be able to disagree. And I feel like if I listen to you, then that means that I agree. Or if I say like you're heard or I I hear you, then that means I just that, that I agree with you. And that's not true. So I don't really want to listen. I just want to yell or I just want to do my thing or just want to kind of avoid the situation altogether. And he is very clear to say, listening does not mean that I agree with you. It just says you matter to God and you matter to me. And disagreeing on the flip side doesn't mean that I hate you, which I so, so important to think about. Like just because somebody doesn't stand for something that you believe in does not mean that they hate you or like even if it's true to your core, even if it is like as a human being, you feel so strongly about that. Somebody else disagreeing doesn't mean that they don't accept you or don't love you or even more so that they hate you, it's actually the opposite. It is if they are listening to you and they don't agree, if they're giving you the time and the space, it just sh- like shows I honor you and I understand you and I'm here because I love you because I don't have to listen to you because we're not on the same page. But we can still be decent human beings, disagree and still be able to get along and have um, like an incredible relationship aside from this piece. Right now, we tend to find people who agree with what we agree with, right? We, it's very rare that we expose ourselves to beliefs that are opposing to ours. And I think that that is something that we would all, again, do well with, um, is probably having some people around us in our lives that don't agree with every single thing that we do. We've got a Bible study. I've talked about them before. They are like six of my closest friends. I absolutely love them to death. We disagree on a lot of things. <laughs> but on the main things that matter, we do agree. We we are all Christian. We all are trying to put God in the center of our marriages. We believe that that is the priority, number one. Our marriage is priority, number two, so on and so forth. And we're just, we, we align on the things that, like the big things that matter, right? And then from there, we disagree on a lot of things. There's a lot, gonna, probably going to be a lot of continued conflict on how we raise our families or what we decide to do to have a family or whatever the case is, because we're getting below the line where conflict is not inevitable, but it is definitely possible. And that just means that you've gotten deep enough to actually have where you're heard and you're listening to people and you are close enough to be able to talk about the stuff that's hard to talk about and that isn't very much fun. But how does it feel when you feel like somebody knows you, like truly knows you, knows your beliefs, knows your why, doesn't question your motives behind things because they know where they're coming from. I just think that that feels like the most powerful, amazing feeling in the entire world when you feel seen. 
And if we can extend that to to somebody else by just challenging ourselves to go below the line, to think it, to ask it, how do you feel about that? What are your like what are your biggest desires or needs? What are your what are your driving factors? What are your driving emotions or driving feelings about things? And what are your beliefs? And you might be surprised. Beliefs are not set in stone. So they may be initially something that you, you know, that drives how you're feeling about things or how you act, but that doesn't have to be that way for the rest of your life. My husband and I are starting to notice this again too, and I'm sure everybody who is married has goes through this and any any friendship that you've had for longer than a I don't know, a couple of years, where you have to start to get in and you change stages of life. So you, you know, you think about beliefs on living together before marriage or um where you want to live or how you want to run a household or things like that. Like these beliefs typically come from what we've seen and what we've had before, but it doesn't mean that we can't actually talk about them and get to the root of it and start to change beliefs so that they start to match up a little bit more to make life a little bit easier, right? Especially when you're married, you want to have the same beliefs on how to raise a family or where to live or what, you know, (laughs) what that looks like. But if you always keep it above the line at just opinions, you will never, ever, 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 ever know why somebody does something or why somebody feels a certain way. So a couple Bible verses for you that he shared, and I just love this. Proverbs, they're both from Proverbs. So Proverbs 18, 13 says to answer before listening, that is folly and shame. So listen, listen before speaking, listen before telling people how you feel or what your deal is. Just show up and listen for a little while. And the second one is Proverbs 18, 2. It says a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinions. So the Proverbs says that is the foolish thing to do is to take no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing your opinions. It's not about how loud you can shout. (laughs) It's about understanding people and knowing why they do the things that they do. Because the greater understanding we have, the more we realize why things happen, the less conflict there actually can be. Because we're not at this base level where all the things in us are flaring up and all the things in them are flaring up because we're above the line, but we're disagreeing because of our beliefs at the bottom. If we just get down to the bottom, dig a little bit deeper, especially with people who are a little bit prickly, dig deeper, ask for what they need, figure out who they are as a person and see what happens. So wanted to share that. Again, I'm sure you could find that online, but if you wanted to hear the synopsis of it, that is what that is what we've just given you. Um, but also listen to it too. He's, he's an incredible and he's super funny. He's an incredible speaker. He's a very, very great communicator. And I love listening to his sermon. So Ted Cunningham, again, that is that is who uh, the sermon was from. And I just want to share that. So thank you for your ears. And we'll see you next time. That's all we've got for our episode today. Thank you for listening. I want to hear from you. Rate and review the podcast. It's actually one of the best ways to support the show or pass along areas of opportunity. Remember that new episodes and the blog posts that go with them drop every Monday to start your week off right. You can find me on Instagram at thebalancedbody underscore, and my website is balancedbodyhealth.com. Want to work with me? Click the link in the show notes to schedule a free session and see if we're a good fit. And finally, any comments, requests, or ideas on who you want to see on the show, send them to me via email and we will see what we can do. Have a wonderful rest of your week and stay balanced. Thank you.